Back on the old Zooms, Connor. Back yeah. on the old Zooms today. Zoom. 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 I love it. Yeah, baby. No flux. Um, back to the Zoom. Yeah, back to the back old to reviewing old episodes of Who, man. It was uh, a bit jarring to go from it was from flux to this. It really was. Um, it was like oh, back to this. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It was yeah. It was um, kind of odd, but yeah. It, was, yeah. it was nice to be back, but it was also quite odd. Honestly, I was watching. So we're doing Bells of Saint John today. That's the episode we're talking about. Um, and when I was rewatching it, I was just thinking to myself, like, man, I. Even though this isn't one of the best episodes of the Moffat era, it is so much better than what we were getting out of Flux. I think yeah. I think immediately off the bat was just like, this episode has so much breathing room, which I think um, most of, uh, well, a lot of RTD and Moffat scripts all have like good breathing room for like good character moments and stuff like that. Yeah. And then you have things like Flux where it's just like all action, all adventure, um, and maybe not that much character. Yeah. Um I don't know about you, but I felt like this was a very um, RTD Moffat episode. Like, it kind of felt like classic Doctor Who RTD. Mm. Um, and that's most probably just to do like London and then running around and stuff. Uh, but I think like the start as well, like all the internet and stuff and like it's like cutting to all different places around the world. That's like a, like a very like Moffat-y, uh, sorry, rustly thing to do. So, uh, yeah. That's, Did it, you like this episode at the time? Um, I kind of did. I have very good memories of it. I have memories of um, of kind of getting closer with you at school. Not not like we were we weren't incredibly close, but I remember like we would like meet up every uh, maybe twice, three times at school, and we would just chat about Doctor Who, and we were like getting really excited because this aired at Easter. I remember, mm. and I remember you and me were like going, oh, you know, looking forward to it. We were just talking about it quite a lot, and I remember going to the city that day on like i think it was easter monday because i think that's when we got it um and just being yeah really excited to 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 watch it but i thought i thought it was fine i didn't i didn't dislike it i didn't hate it uh i remember watching it with my family which was very rare i mean i know like we've spoken in the past even with like the audience like, even like Vinny said like how end of time part two is last time she watched it with her family like i feel like when i would watch an episode of doctor who especially in like steven's era it was always a big deal because it was like, oh, we're kind of just all watching it together. So I've got good memories in that aspect. But, um, and yeah, I think I like it in that sense. I've never been like a huge fan. And I, I know, I know you've always really liked it. Did you, did you, because I remember when, I remember going up to you at school on the Tuesday, the day after and saying, did you like it? And you were like, I didn't really like it. So no, it, it, I don't, I don't know when this switched in my head, but I really used to yeah. kind of like this episode. And then I think um, for me, um we'll get into it in more detail shortly but for mm-hmm. me i think what i like about it is that it just it knows exactly what it wants to be like it, it's yeah. not going out there to be this standout episode yeah it's just going on to be like sort of a fun silly adventure to sort of kick off this second part of the series um, and, and i just love that it doesn't take itself too seriously that's what i think um sometimes uh parts of who maybe in chibnall's era a bit um sometimes maybe do take itself a little bit too seriously um not flux i think flux was like they were like, now nah, fuck it. We're just going balls to the wall. We're just doing it. Yeah. Craziness, you know? But I, I think um, certain parts of Hoodoo take itself a little bit too seriously. And this is one of those episodes where it's like... No, I agree. Actually, not. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, totally. And I think... Um, I think it's... Uh, it you know, it does know what it is. And I think it helps as well. I know, obviously, uh, Jenna's playing a different 
version of Clara, but you had already seen Clara twice before. You mm. are sort of used to the Doctor and Clara's relationship. Like, you know, again, it's different characters per se, but it's still the same actress. So, yeah, I think that was fun and it was interesting. And she pretty much plays like kind of the same person, just a little bit different, which is the point. But yeah, um, a little bit. Um, they were both pretty flirty. I don't know. This one's oh uh, probably not as good as uh, the, the Victorian Clara. <laughs> There's so but, much. But yeah. <laughs> There's so much flirted and like innuendos and stuff. And I'm like, oh my God, like... Uh-huh. I'm a cringe in my man. boots watching this with my parents. And there's there's a few things in the episode where I'm like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm cringing right now. But you're right. If it was taking itself seriously, it would have sucked so much more, I feel like. But it, mm. it, really, it really wasn't. I think it really... The best thing about this episode, it really capitalized that... Um, this was 2013, wasn't it? 14, 15? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it really capitalizes that, like, Twitter, Tumblr, you know, Facebook age where mm. everyone was first getting connected and Wi-Fi was a thing that you would constantly be connecting to as a kid, like, yeah. with your, like, iPod Nano and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Or iPods and all that. So, like, I feel like that, yeah. it really capitalized that era pretty well, I think, and... Totally. It's kind of cringy, and but I think it's fun. And you're right, it does know its place. So that's the thing, you know. For me, like another immediate thing that I loved watching this episode was the sheer amount of location work. Oh my god, it's yeah. like yeah, it's awesome. It, it's so good. And for me, um, that kind of can make or break an episode for me. If a, if an episode's kind of a bit air and it's very studio bound, I'm probably not going to like it. But if an episode's a bit air and we're getting awesome location work, you know, filming on bloody Westminster Bridge and, and I know. Embankment and stuff like that. Like that, that was awesome. That stuff's awesome. It was, yeah. I, you really noticed that stuff. It shows they put an effort, which I think is great. Uh, yeah. Even just like yeah. outside of her house, that stuff was like, that scene could so easily have been like on a set in the living room or something. Just having that be at the front of her house, True. I thought was, was real cool, real nice. True. It's just like, I think it's also hard for them to do that kind of stuff. Because I remember like, I remember when they were filming those scenes, like there was heaps of like set leaks and stuff, which I think prevents mm. people from wanting to do that kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. you're right, it does look so much better. You can really tell. Yeah, you really do feel like London is like a character in this episode, which I really like because you don't get to see like, like you're you're right with the whole. I remember how you said to me like Asia, like I really like this episode because like it's like a really London-based episode and like yeah, we used to get that quite a lot, but not so much anymore and. And particularly not really anymore at all. Like, it was supposed to feel like Sheffield was this place where like we would keep going back to and feel connected to. But I didn't feel connected to that. And Liverpool, I guess, they were trying to make us feel connected to. But it was cool to see like, Liverpool and like Sheffield and stuff. But like, yeah, seeing London in like episodes like this and Russell's era, just like it really does feel like, like home, you know? So mm. I think this is the first episode since like the RTD era that felt very like very british very very long yeah. in that kind of way you know um, yeah which yeah it's cool and uh yeah refreshing refreshing shall we shall we go into the episode baby let's do it shall we have a deep dive if i can get to my sounds if my computer wants to work now we have an awkward moment I love uh it. let's hit the theme song y'all yeah. 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50%. Pop, 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 cat, cat, cat. That's right. We're back. We're back. We're back once again. We've got three more episodes left of the year. Wow, um, that is crazy. That's This is, is crazy. This is how I'm keeping track of the end of the year. Because I feel like everything's a blur <laughs> right now. I'm tracking the days between 
I know it's two weeks to Christmas because we got two episodes left till Christmas. That's how I'm. That's literally how I'm. I don't even know what fucking. It's the twelfth. I didn't even know that. I'm just keeping track with the Doctor Who episodes, and that keeps my life in order. <laughs> yeah. So we'll have um, we'll have obviously this episode dropping Monday, which is which will be Monday 13th. tomorrow. Uh, yes. We're filming this on a Sunday, so pretty last minute for once. Um, but oh yeah, we're this will be dropping on December thirteenth, and then Monday December. 20th will be rings of akerton and then our christmas special will be cold war and that will be dropping on 24th i think we did christmas eve last yeah christmas year, so eve yeah christmas eve a little again. special for you yeah can i, can I and just then say we'll, uh, it'll be a slightly longer because we usually oh yeah you know we always upload weekly um and then because of the new year special we have a slightly longer break because we'll go from christmas eve to like first or second of january yeah second of jan in australia you probably won't even um, notice we've gone to be honest like it's a little bit over a week yeah, it'll be like eight or nine days between episodes. Um, yeah. And then we'll be reviewing the brand new episode, Eve of the Daleks. Yeah, really excited Ooh. for that. Um, yeah. Two things. Number one, um, I will do my darndest to... I'll definitely be, it'll definitely be in person for the uh, Christmas special, but I'll do mm-hmm. my darndest to be in person for Rings of Akaton because it is just better. Um, mm-hmm. Second of all, yeah. I... So I went to the city last night. I stayed in the city, just like Aiden, and like separate yeah, we're places. Both in the city. But um, I totally. I on my way to the city. I'm like, I was like, I told my girlfriend I'm gonna record tomorrow at like one or twelve or something. And I was like, fuck, I haven't watched the episode yet. <laughs> I totally forgot. I literally spaced it. I came back the other night. I was like, I'm gonna watch it, and I chopped on Twin Peaks and totally forgot. So I, I, I woke up this morning. In, in the hotel in Perth City I had like one airport in whilst getting ready and like looking at it and then I watched like 15 minutes of it had to get in the car and come home I was really hungry so I stopped and got food on the way and waiting for my food to get ready and I'm, I'm watching it in this fucking <laughs> Thai takeaway place and then I come home and I'm setting all this gear up and I finally finished it so I fucking oh, watched it in free gaps today because I totally forgot but yeah, I've really and if we're doing rings tomorrow, you've got to squeeze in rings. Uh, like I guess today at some point. Yeah. So when are we doing rings? Uh, what are we talking about? Maybe doing it tomorrow. Tomorrow. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. I will try um, and film because we'll try do it earlier than usual. Anyways, we'll talk about that after after mm. we recorded. Um, the Bells of St. John is the sixth episode of the seventh series of the British science fiction television program Doctor, Doctor Who. Who. It premiered in the United Kingdom on the thirtieth of March, twenty thirteen, on BBC One. Uh, the episode was the first of the second half of the series. It was written by Stephen Moffat and directed by Colm McCarthy. The episode marks the third appearance of Jenna Louise Coleman as Clara Oswald, but her first official appearance as the 11th Doctor's new companion. The story focuses on alien time traveler, the Doctor, Matt Smith, searching for Oswald, following two previous encounters with her in different moments of time, dying in both encounters. That's a bit grim. Duh. Finding a third version in present-day London, he soon becomes involved in saving her and the rest of Earth from Miss Kislet. Celia Im- Imrai? I don't know. I feel like she's a famous English actress. I don't know. I recognize yes, her. Yes, she is. Yeah. And her employer, the Great Intelligence, as they use the world's Wi-Fi to upload people to a data cloud via robots known as servers, casually referred to as spoonheads. Man, the last sentence of these things always go wild, these descriptions. They're so bad. Spoonheads. It's just Doctor Who versus the Wi-Fi. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> spoonheads, baby. So, yeah, we have a brand new Doctor Who director this week in Colm McCarthy who directs a lot of Peaky Blinders. In fact, it looks like directed all of series two of Peaky Blinders. Wow. Um, 
episodes two to six of series two, and I think Peaky Blinders is a six episode TV show, right? Um, um, I don't know. My my dad watches it, but I've never watched it. Hey, I tried again okay. to, I think, and just couldn't. Yeah, I never really did. A um, couple other things of note that he directed. Uh, if anyone watched Krypton, that 2018 um, TV show on, on sci-fi, I don't think it was that great, but it was like a Superman Origins or something. Um, yeah. He directed the pilot of that for Black Mirror. He directed Black Museum, the 27. That's a great episode. episode. Yeah, yeah. It's like one of the highlights of series four for memory, written yeah, by Charlie awesome. Brooker. Um, he also, this is the only Doctor Who episode he directed, but he has worked with Moffat. Um, he directed The Sign of Three, the 2014 episode of Sherlock. That's the uh, the wedding episode. Great which episode. Is great. And to be honest, very similar tone to this episode. Yeah, actually, so that's, that's so true. Cool. You can kind of tell it's him. That's yeah. Neat. Yeah, I am... Um I really love the direction. I think especially that shot where like the plane's coming down and like he grabs Clara into the TARDIS and it like swipes across the TARDIS and then goes into the interior and then they're it's like one shot and then like it goes through and then like they're on the plane. Like I think that's that that whole yeah. scene was directed so well. I love it. You can tell it's um uh, if you really look you can see the cut's actually relatively obvious in, in both places. But I did I did notice like, the cuts, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Me yeah, too. but it's still like just a neat thing of direction. Yeah. Um, and it's I yeah. like it when Doctor Who does lazy, stuff like that. You know? And th- there's just like, you know, like we were saying, all the location work could easily have been done on a green screen of the bike ride and stuff. Exactly. We actually had yeah. Matt and Jenna on a on a bike riding through Westminster Abbey, which is um, just bloody awesome. <laughs> and like, yeah, yeah I, I really rate that. Um, I think just the overall tone, the colors of it. I really like this whole sort of blue vibe of the episode. It's got a real nice look to it, I think. Um, and a real good energy. Yeah, no, totally. You're right. And like we just said, yeah, like you just said about the um, location work, like I think you could definitely tell the direction here wasn't lazy. That whole, like we said, yeah, we could see the cuts, but um, it felt, it kept the episode so, that scene was so refreshing in the episode. I felt like, mm. I was like, oh, I don't know how I'm feeling about this, but that scene, even though I think the whole plane scene's silly, but it's still really fun and you're right, it knows its place. So like, it's not like it's fucking... Totally. Trying to take itself seriously. It's dumb, but I think it's. I remember seeing that scene when I remember. I remember this episode for some weird reason before it aired released like seven clips, like dailies, like full on like seven like one minute clips normally, and they yeah. released like that plane scene and like they did a couple of others, um, and I remember thinking that's just so cool. Like this is like this is some top tier Doctor Who stuff that they're doing and mm. it's it's really cool it's like it's I don't, I don't know why a plane goes down because of Wi-Fi but I ain't gonna question it it's just funny well because planes have Wi-Fi but I don't think the planes are controlled by Wi-Fi yeah I don't though, know so. why it would go down <laughs> yeah that's just odd, um, but, yeah lots of cool new things uh, obviously we have the newish TARDIS um, in this was in the snowman yeah this time it has a new floor it's got the holes on the floor which is nice okay um which looks really cool. Uh, we also have Matt's new outfit. Uh, yes. It looks amazing. New you see him change into it. That sequence is dope. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah, it's really great. What's the, Another, what's like, the, sorry, was the in, titles in Snowman? It was so long ago. Yes, it was. I think the uh, I think the look of the Doctor Who logo has changed slightly. Okay. Um, yeah. and, and I think the, <laughs> the music is slightly different. I feel like, um, for, for anyone who doesn't know, we watched uh, Flux the last six weeks and we didn't review any old episodes so it's been a month and a half since we've nearly two months since we uh watched a matt era episode so i've forgotten if like i know yeah. i know it changed either in snowman or bells of st john so 
There it's bizarre moment. because because we did like um, you know for the past year and a half we've reviewed an episode weekly of, of Doctor Who. Um, you know, working our way from rows onwards. Mm-hmm. And then it was weird to like step away from that for six weeks as we did Flux, the new episodes coming out. So it's it's the first time we've had like a break from watching yeah. the, the episodes, which is, yeah, it's just yeah. weird. Before that, we Very only weird. had one new episode, which was uh, Res- Resolution. Revolution. Fuck me. I always get Every that time. shit wrong. <laughs> Every fucking yeah. time. Uh, that's um, it though. That's there's it, another so. like interesting thing... Um, it's a bit of direction, a bit of writing um, that I, I I think it was a cool comparison, but I hate its implications um, in terms of there's a lot of like Romeo and Juliet in this episode. Yeah. So like the scene where Clara is out sitting out her window talking to the doctor who's down, like guarding her and stuff. That's very much, you know, um, Clara... Uh, Sorry, Juliet on her balcony talking down to Romeo. Damsel in the stress. Sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's, um, you know, that's like one of the main sort of, I guess, iconic parts of Romeo is her talking off the balcony down to him. Um, and also, uh, I read this just online then. I didn't pick up on it watching the episode. I don't really recall Romeo and Juliet that much. I, I, could, I can see that scene that I mentioned, but this apparently the, the scene where she's asleep and the doctor's like doing stuff for her is also... Um, reminiscent of something in Romeo and Juliet, but um, I don't know that. Um, which I think is interesting and cool. They kind of went like subtly ham with it. Like it, it's like quite obvious when you see it, but it's um, it's not that obvious unless it's pointed out to you. Um, but I hate that it's then like, oh, the Doctor and Clara are star-crossed lovers. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's even the, um, that, the book as well. The book yeah. that Artie is reading is like like a fairy tale almost. So, mm. well, speaking of Artie, we, we get our first. Is it Angie? Artie and Angie? Is it Angie? Yes, I believe that's it. Yeah. <laughs> we get the, the fan favorite characters getting introduced in this episode. Woo! Artie and Angie, who show up. Is it they only show up again in um in Nightmare and Silver, isn't it? I think that at the end of the Crimson Horror. Um, I think they have a scene at the end of the Crimson Horror when they find out that she's traveling with the Doctor or something. That's and then right. in Nightmare in Silver, that's when she takes them with him. Um, and I'm not sure. I feel like maybe one of them's in Name of the Doctor or something. I don't know. Um, I think they, yeah, I think they get um, mentioned, but we don't get to see the fan favorite characters. <laughs> <laughs> I love them so much. We'll get to that in Nightmare in Silver. Um, oh god! Uh, a big elephant in the room. We're meant to have Vinny on today, but because oh, yeah. me and Connor just had no time to record this episode um, yeah. this week, we're doing it at a really random time, which is in the middle of the night UK time. It's like two AM in the UK right now, I think, or three AM. Yeah. Um, so um, Vinny said we're, we're going to try get Vinny on in the back half of of Series Seven. So in the last four episodes. Um, probably, uh, yeah, which will be next year. So hopefully we'll we'll manage to get a Vinny episode going because uh, they're always lovely. Always nice. Awesome. Awesome, man. Um, you want to take it from relatively the top, I guess? Yeah. So, um, yeah, if we throw out that little intro, kind of like very RTD era. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like the, um, so I, this I don't get. Clara's like a young girl and she's struggling with the internet like the wi-fi and stuff and i feel like people who are like she's like older than us and like we know how to do it and i just feel like 
I don't know. I, I didn't believe someone the, at her age wouldn't understand to press the Wi-Fi button on the computer. Dude, the fact that she's like, Call you know, like later on when she's when she's on the phone to the doctor, right? And she's like doing the R-I-C-B-A-R-1-2-3 thing on, on the keyboard. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's literally, it's like got these really big close-ups of her finger pressing the buttons. And she's like, one, oh, God. two, three. And she presses four. And it's like so like, holy fuck. No, that's never happened to anyone in the history. Like if you're typing fast, that kind of thing happens. But if you're literally looking, like she's like staring. Like if you're looking at me right now. Four. This is what she's doing. One, <laughs> two, four. Like it's so bad. Uh, it. I don't believe it. I don't believe that someone at her age wouldn't know how to turn on the Wi-Fi. I think that's BS. Um, yeah. We get our first little Missy uh, kind of mention because Missy's the one that gives Clara the number. Was so, that Missy that did that? Yeah, it gets. Uh, this is this is another one of those things where I feel like this was not planned, but um, <laughs> it's gets revealed literally fucking ages later in like Peter's era that damn that like, she's the one who gives Kyle the number in the shop. She's the lady in the shop. I thought it was River in like no. the finale, but no, no, no I, I know I always thought it would be River, but it's not. It's, it's Missy, yeah. Wow, because yeah, that's really interesting. I um I wonder if Moffat like was. Like wrote it as like a throwaway line, you know, in Force Awakens, where it's like, "Where yeah. do the lightsaber?" And it's like, "That's a story for another time." Yeah, it's. I not wonder if it was like a throwaway fine. line, and then Moffat was reading through like Reddit forums, and everyone was like, uh, "Who gave? Who it's was the, the master? Who could it be?" And he was like, oh, "I, I probably should address that, shouldn't I?" Uh, scratching his head a little bit, down to a few more glasses of red, and writes it into Dark Water or wherever it is. I think it is. I think it is in Dark Water. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's just it's just a uh, it's just a thing that I picked up on because I'm like I always remember it being not answered for ages and it's not even that big of a thing. Well, the kind of is it's like that's how they get that's how they get um you know if they are with each other that's how they start traveling that's how they meet. So mm. yeah, it's all to do with Missy's big plan. But what do you think of the doctor yeah. becoming a monk? Oh, isn't it Magician's Apprentice? Because is isn't it when she's like sat down having a coffee with Missy? It's something like that, because then she's like, "It's something like that." It's one of those. Could be wrong. It literally, it literally doesn't get mentioned until literally like somewhere quite late in even Peter's last. Uh, sorry, in Peter's first season or like very early second season. Yeah, I think it's either the finale or the premiere. Yeah, of like season eight, season nine. It just takes um, ages for it to get addressed. It's just pretty funny. So weird. It's pretty funny. Um. Yeah, the Doctor's a monk. We're in uh, Colombia, right? Colombia. The bells of St. John um, are ringing. Yes. Okay, by far the funniest part of this episode and the funniest thing that I've watched it in a, in a while is... The cross? Uh, yes, Connor's got it right. Yeah. <laughs> that is really funny. What does he say? It's like, is it a spirit? Is no, it an evil a spirit? A woman. And then just a, sil- a silent monk does the little the cross thing. Classic. That is so funny. No temptations. No temptations. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah, that was cool. I think it looked cool. And uh, I like as well. Did you know that there is a prequel to this episode? Mm-hmm. Um, which is really cool. And I remember enjoying it as a kid watching it. And it's so sweet. I rewatched it before watching this episode. And it's oh, the really swing one. sweet. Yes, it's the doctor still yeah. in the old tweed jacket. 
um, and he's just on a swing. Um, Smith's acting is pretty like child like acting. Like it's not it's not great. I feel like he was just like, oh, I'll just get this one done. He's really lovely in it, um, but I just don't know if I fully believed all of his deliveries. Um, but he's like talking to this kid, um, and it's a young Clara that he's yes, talking to. Young, young Clara. Weirdly, pretty sure they use a different child Clara actor in the Rings of Akatan because I rewatched that the other day. Um, oh, I've already I watched it. Different... Interesting. Yeah, well, because I know we're probably doing it tomorrow, so I, I figured I'll get ahead. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, so she's and yeah, and and they're just chatting. She's like, "I've lost my mum or something," and the doctor's like, "Oh, you know, I've lost one of my friends. I'm trying to find her." And then young Clara is like, when I lose things, I like to sit. I, li- I like to go into a dark room and sit and think really, really hard about where I last saw her, saw her, or last saw them or last saw it. And then, and then in Bell of St. John, the doctor has been in recluse as a monk sitting in a dark room. And yeah. I was like, that's kind of a little neat thing that like doesn't get said in the episode, but ties into that prequel I love very it. subtly. Yeah. Yeah. That is cool. That is cool. And then, mm. like, he finds out it's another version of Clara because of the whole Run Your Clever Boy thing. He rocks yep. up. Um, and then, yeah, basically, basically, the doctor's like, I ain't going to get let in unless I'm if I'm dressed like a monk. So he goes and changes. We, we spoke about that awesome scene. Um, yeah, I love that little... Um, oh, just the way he grabs his toy yeah. jacket and goes over the camera and yeah, then he's that's awesome. doing his bow tie. And the score there is great. It's like... Yeah, some real, some real neat direction. One thing I noticed, yeah. and um, this is only because I've been... It was stuck in my head last week, this piece of score. And I was like, I don't know if you do this. Sometimes I hear a piece of score in my head and I'm like, what is that from? Like, is it from the movies, mm. from TV show? And I had the... It's kind of hard to explain. It's kind of like the horns like that they use in... Um, in uh, uh, Angels Take Manhattan was like, Wah. they like it's kind of like that. Yeah, the dun, dun. yeah, they used that yeah. piece again when that little girl with the spoonhead is walking mm-hmm. down the stairs, and then Clara gets zapped. Doctor comes running in. He's like, "Oh no, you don't! I'm gonna get her back!" And he yeah. grabs the laptop and goes, "Guys." Just a load they of like scene. make an action sequence out of him typing. It, it's so bizarre. <laughs> like, like, you know, get <laughs> somehow gets her off the fucking cloud, but she has all this information in her head. And we found this out mm. for a Twitter joke, which is pretty. Yeah, that was good. <sighs> what, what did you think? Um, we jumped Twitter. over it pretty quick. What did you think of the doctor like nutting over the phrase Doctor Who? And he's a monk and he's like, <gasps> say it again. I could. Uh, I, oh, I like that. I like. I. I, I like love. I love Matt Smith. I think he's such a great doctor. Um, I think he's the only. The only doctor I can compare him to is is Jodie's doctor. Where I feel like they get this dialogue that just really like rubs me up the wrong way and really pisses me <laughs> off. Um, yeah. So anyone out there who thinks I just hate on Jodie's doctor for no reason, I feel the same way about Matt Smith. Sometimes, like he does. I don't just mind it. I think. It the wrong um, way. For me, I think Series 7's got a good balance of silliness and he's got this kind of yeah. darker shade. This one's definitely, definitely, definitely pushing definitely the silly better. boundaries, but... It's definitely yeah. better in Season 7, yeah. I, I love I love Matt Stotter. I think he's so great. Um, but, um, yeah, sometimes I just feel like... I feel like in this episode, I got this vibe where I'm like, you know, people... You know, Tumblr's a huge thing. It's so cringe, Tumblr. 
I see posts like old posts from every week on like Facebook, all these like cringe posts about the doctor and like, you know, it's those like paragraph of the paragraph of paragraph. I mean, it's just cringe. I send them in the group chat all the time because of how cringy they are. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like Moffat really capitalized on that and they, they knew what Matt Smith was and they know it works and they know that people love him. So they ran with it. And, you know, I've got to respect that. But sometimes mm-hmm. I find that I think I, I liked it. I liked it a lot more when I was younger and watching it. So it did work. But now that I'm rewatching mm-hmm. it, I'm like, oh, I can't deal with these like cringy, cringe dialogue sometimes. And the cringe childlike goofy performance sometimes doesn't, yeah, doesn't go well with me. But, um, I still think I still think he's a great doctor. I, I love and I love Matt Smith. He's awesome. So mm. it's not his fault. I really do think it's just Moffat going like, "We were going for Skits. a really funny scene in this one, so it's just like, yeah. <laughs> let's just do it." Nice Moffat accent. Thank you, thank you. Tell you what, I got this new Garmin watch, right? So nice oh, touchy touch watch. Ooh, eyes, lovely. Show the eyes. Um, and it, it literally just came up for the first time. I've been wearing it for about three days. And for the first time in three days, it's come up saying your stress levels are unusually unusually high. Remember to relax. What right so now? So doing this, yeah. Apparently, this podcast is stressing. Talking, the talking too much now. about uh, Doctor Who gets you stressed out. <laughs> no, I think it's because it's. Um, I turned my fan and everything off in here, so it's quite hot. So I think that's why I'm. I'm getting so stressed. Sweaty week. So stressed. Sweaty week. You know? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Cool, man. Um. So yeah, Clara's uploaded onto the cloud, which is a. Uh, an yeah. interesting thought <laughs> then he gets taken away she gets taken back sorry and this whole like evil fucking corporation they're like trying to take people on the wi-fi and it's all to do with the great intelligence which i thought was an awesome twist when i watched that first time i was like wow i did not see that coming i think that's awesome mm-hmm. that yeah, really took twist. me by surprise well fun fact is that that was actually leaked on the bbc website it actually said richard e. grant was in the episode and then they were like oh fuck uh no he's not and then they really did it uh, <laughs> and then but then everyone like saw that and they kind of read it as oh they've just got it confused with the snowman because he was in the episode before that right so um that rings yeah. a bell actually i think i remember that happening so mm. yeah yeah it's cool i wonder when i wonder when he filmed it like i wonder like if he shot it after the snowman or like if he was mm. just on set and they're like just do this scene i don't know but it's cool he's only in it for like probably less than a minute but it's a really yeah. cool cameo and that's who's behind that corporation which mm. again i don't care about i think it's dumb i think the villains just kind of start the spoonheads they look cool but they're like kind of pointless um yeah i think for me you know. it's like the 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 humor the tone the silliness everything on like the way that this episode is put together i really like it's just the plot is so just yeah shit <laughs> yeah but again sorry i don't want to sound like a broken record but you you are right when you said that it knows what it is like it's not exactly trying to be fucking you know you're right the best script ever like it's not it's mm. not trying to be the best episode ever i think it works well for what it is and mm. um yeah well the plane scene is, is pretty much next and I, I I thought that scene again was was awesome. Like they 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 did a really good job there, and it kept me really engaged. And even like the the scene afterwards where like they go to that cafe, I think it's a really nice location. Like, yeah, once again, some really more cool. amazing location work. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah, I I think it I think it's a really cool uh, spot to film. Um, it gives time for the episode of Brave. Uh, Clara and mm-hmm. 
Clara and the Doctor, they, like, Matt and Jenna, they really do bounce off each other well. They have a little bit of time to, like, you know, like I said, breathe. Like, Doctor's, like, kind of quizzing Clara about, like, how being a nanny is quite Victorian and stuff, and he's still trying to piece it together mm. in your head, just like you were as the audience. Like, you don't understand it really much either. Yeah. And you I know what I don't understand? Good. What? Is, so, I know that was probably a bit of a gap, a gap but I'm sure that Moffat had a lot of the 50th planned out and mm. like surely in filming this episode they knew that clara was going to be a teacher in the 50th so all they had to do was say like have a single throwaway line where she's like yeah i'm you know studying to be a teacher that's and true, then hey. come the 50th she's a teacher because it's just so jarring when she's suddenly a teacher in the 50th um that's very true yeah, yeah. It's, it's really hard to become a teacher like to get mm. a job actually teaching in a school yeah i'll tell you what my uh my girlfriend has been trying real hard and finally got herself a job as a teacher. So, yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, proper real, real, real job. Um, yeah. So yeah, um, it is hard, and it so it's surprising that yeah. she just kind of like shifts like that. I guess. Um, what did you think? Well, actually, this is not what. What did you think? This is just a how. I, I thought it was funny. Yeah. Um, when Clara's talking down from, so backtracking a little bit, Clara's talking down from her window to the doctor, and um, the doctor's like. Um, I've reassembled the quadricycle. Oh, I hate that. And Clara was like, "We don't have a quadricycle." No. And he's like, "I've invented the quadricycle." No. I've always hated that line, but uh. I actually thought about it this time and was like, "Hold on a second. He's assembled the quadricycle, which is a a bike with four wheels. <laughs> so has he just found two bikes in the garage <laughs> and combined them to be a four wheel, like a quad bike, but like." You ride it like like that. You you pedal it. <laughs> I yeah. I've always hated that line. I hate the delivery. It just always fucking pisses me off, and I didn't like it this time. And I was literally that line just kept playing in my head, just all day. Like ever since I fucking watched it in the episode, I was like that line. I just I I've never liked it. It just it pisses me off. But it's just, it's classic. <laughs> It's classic peak Matt Smith. It's just the kind of lines that he has. And mm-hmm. either you love them or you kind of find them cringy. And I I, I'm, I don't think I used to always dislike them and find them cringy. But now I kind of just do. But hmm. What did you think it. of the whole sequence in the in the restaurant with everyone turning into Miss Kizzen, Miss Kizian, whatever she's called? Um, it was fine. I, I think it's a... You know, we, we spoke about... Um, we speak about a lot about uh, the whole dialogue and like how to get mm-hmm. exposition out of the way in, in a in a in a fun and smart way. They could have easily just maybe get gotten the news anchor to be, for example, could have just done all the yeah, lines. You're right. I think it's cool that it hopped to like what four different people. Um, mm. I like that, but it's soon ruined by the fucking spoonhead Matt Smith. That always made me cringe. <laughs> well, like, and I don't get how like one second you can see the back of their heads and the next second it's gone yeah that wasn't well thought out was it no it's it's really not <laughs> and it happens again in the scene where he goes to uh, in the office and he flies up mm. the fucking building it happens again I mean that yeah. I did forget it was the spoonhead version of Matt Smith but he's going around London and like he's wearing a helmet and stuff like you can see the back of his head like it's mm. not. I don't know if like I don't know if the back of the head like goes into itself and then it turns around as a spoon, but they never showed that. So no, they don't. So they don't yeah. show it. So I'm instantly assuming the whole fucking head is a spoon shape. So you know, mm. 
I don't. I don't. I think that was a really that, good point but... you made about how the, they delivered the exposition in that restaurant scene. Yeah. Um, because I think uh, not only was it an interesting way of giving exposition, but it kept the scene really lively. Yeah. Rather than just having, like you said, one person talking and it's just like a, a static conversation, maybe a little bit of pacing or something. The scene made the blocking more complex, and so the camera work became more complex, and so mm. the scene had so much more energy than it would have had um, by having him bounce around, having to talk to like four different people. Which, um, yeah, that was right. I um, yeah, that was a good catch, Connor. Yeah, nice. I think again, we we keep saying it doesn't feel like a lazy episode at all, which I really respect with the location Ooh. work and the direction and stuff, and uh, even a lot of the script. It's not like it's not trying to be like a uh, just a you know run by the mill straight line kind of story, like. It definitely tries its best to be different. I think this is an mm. episode that really tried to be quite modern, and like this yep. is our new era. This is we're modern, we're hip, we're now, you know. And I think we hip. It <laughs> looking back now it is kind of cringy the whole Wi-Fi thing, but again, you got you got to you got to put yourself back to that time, and it was it was a thing that was really you know apparent, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, I, I think the more I talk about the episode, the more I think I like it. I, I don't, I don't dislike it. It's just never really like stuck Ooh. out to me very, very much, but it's got some yeah. fun stuff in it. I, I, um, I do like the doctor going around, uh, London, like chasing to the, to the building on the, on his bike and getting stopped all the way cool. by another pedestrian, which I thought was really funny. Um, yeah. And the, um, uh, we kind of spoke about it before, like when the TARDIS materialized on embankment and they, he brought the, the motorbike. That was fantastic. TARDIS. That, that was, was really, cool. And he, you know, he's got his that. hat and he's getting the, the money into the fez. Yeah, that's that a was really, all cool. That's a really fun little scene. And it's like, and it's really like that scenes like that go like, oh, this is why Doctor Who is so loved and mm-hmm. a great show is yeah. because like, it has scenes like that where it's like, oh, that's really magical. Like, I'm sure like, it's I, I respect the fact the episode took like a minute just to do a little fun scene like that, which really worked. And, mm. and with the location, it worked even better and it felt fresh and new. It was like something mm. that hadn't really been done in a while. So I was like, that's that's really cool. Yeah. Do you, do you like um, the anti-grav uh, bike? It's pretty shit uh but it's like really funny like and i don't care <laughs> like it is funny. and it looks pretty bad the vfx when we have that shot going up the building looks pretty bad um i also noticed it's a small thing but the eyeline of the the pedestrian guy that he talks to that gets hacked by miss kislet yeah um when he's like did you not hear me say anti-grav which was a great meme for a while i remember um and he smacks the button and he like speeds off which looked cool um but then as soon as he speeds off the pedestrian's eyes like start looking up the building so high and i'm like if he's doing that like he literally must be going like a thousand kilometers an hour up the side of the building just following how how fast his eyeline tracks um and then when you cut to it it's actually a bit lower than than where his eyes were kind of looking small thing small small goof maybe small goofy um yeah it's (laughs) yeah just interesting um yeah do you like do you like the anti-grav olympics You've been there before? Oh, many times. Mm. It's funny. That, that, that's a line. That's a line I do like. And he's like, <laughs> I came last. But mm. I still I still, I still, still rode this bad boy there. I like mm-hmm. that. That was funny. That was a cool line. 
the yeah, like you said, the whole going up the building thing. I thought I would hate it so much, much so much more watching it now. But I kind of loved it. <laughs> it's so silly, dude. It I love so how silly it is. And I love I love how he knows what build like what window to go through. I and know. It's the classic like they just you just hear a smash and you don't see how he comes in and then like suddenly like somehow he's going up the building like this. Must have seen the window and then got yeah. boom and somehow and flip into the somehow window. In. And then like when everyone walks in, he's just like sat on the desk, just like And there's a wheel spinning. And there's a wheel spinning and he's just like, Hello, I'm here, I made it. It's just like yeah. fucking But I kinda loved it. Like I can't deny it. Like I thought mm. it was shit, but I really liked it. Like it's just funny. Yeah. You know, I can't deny that. It's just funny. Cool man. I'm glad. It is funny. And then we kind of get like the bullshit um, <sighs> hacking shit to solve the problem. Um, yeah. I don't yeah. even remember how it resolves properly. It's but. it's Matt Smith is actually a spoonhead again. Um, <gasps> I know. Shocking. And it's like, I'm back in the cafe enjoying my coffee. And he just yeah. cuts to Matt Smith having a fucking sip of his. A classic Moffat twist, isn't and it? And he's like, let's fucking go and go. Let's get the dogs. Um yeah, and it was a bit convenient that the only way to download Clara back from the Wi-Fi was, was to download all of them. To and like I know it saves the day, but surely from the start the doctor should have been like, "You're going to download everyone." Yeah, get Clara <laughs> out and everybody else. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Yeah, it's like she's already downloaded fucking twice. We can't get her off again. The only way to do it would be to get the one off the server. And mm. um, yeah, so that's where we do it because you'd like traps miss kislet in there and she's like now let me out you fools and then it happens mm-hmm. and comes out oh we get a brief appearance from unit yeah brief. they don't even look like unit do they they're just like know, it was, black it soldiers you get no inkling that it's unit literally it's just like they just say if they didn't say they were unit i just assume they're like some fucking army boys like but military no. or something it's yeah. just it's unit um yeah they all been like under the gray intelligence all been like uh fucking hypnotized i'll have one bloke's like i came in here to fix the gents how long have i been here yes. for <laughs> yeah that's funny but also like spooky like it's actually chilling it's not like chivers down my spine by miss kids that was like where's my mommy and daddy yes i was like that's just heartbreaking like she's yeah. been under under the great intelligence for that long yeah well i kind of like that because it it goes back to snowman where um also he richard e grant yeah he like obviously got when he was a child got the same thing yeah, yeah so exactly. um so it just hit me now i'm like that just hit me now like it this is like the same villain for like two episodes in a row yeah yeah great intelligence yeah yeah because again because it feels like it's so long since we watched it last and yeah it would have been a break between christmas and easter as well but yeah it's kind of hard to remember but yeah it's it's the same villain yeah yeah, and they kind of camouflage it because in the snowman you have the snowman, um, and in this one you have the spoonheads and Miss Kislet and that that all kind of uh, make it not seem like they're just copying and pasting the plot and things like that. Does the doctor? Does the doctor? He doesn't see that it's the Great Intelligence, or no, he doesn't know. Okay, yeah, and also he rocks up again for the third and final time in, uh, in the finale in Name of the Doctor. Yeah, woo! I banging. I like um, the ending though. I feel like it's it's really sweet. With like Clara yeah, she's coming. like come back and ask again tomorrow. So is that how Rings of Akron starts? 
Yeah, I believe so, yeah. Yeah, it's like, I'm back now. It's the same day for me. Same yeah. five minutes for me. I just traveled to 7 p.m. Yeah, it's so dumb. The next day. Do you, remember, do you know what I always remember yeah. being baffled by in this episode? Is I always thought it was such a big thing that in Clara's book, there's missing. there's a few missing ages in there. Like it goes from like 13 to 15 and skips 14 or something like that. Um, you know you know how she writes down all her ages? I always thought that that was going to come back somehow. Never does. Never does. She just forgot to write in it some years. <laughs> yeah, that whole book thing's... It's fine. It just doesn't... Yeah, you're right. It never really gets addressed again. Um, it gets... The the book itself gets like hounded home next week though. In, in Rings of Akaton. Like it's uh, spoken about quite a bit. Yeah, because that's where the whole leaf comes from, isn't it? Maybe I'm mm-hmm. forgetting... Yeah. Oh, you know what? That's a great line, though. I like um, the end where it's like first page. Oh, you know that? What was the leaf? And he's like, I don't know, it wasn't a leaf. That was page one. And then it's like got the acoustic strumming of um, name of the doctor. Oh, I am the doctor. Yeah. Dun dun dun. Because that's how that's how our parents met. So it's like page one. Yeah, exactly. So that's kind of cool. Um, Murray was on fire. I know we spoke about it a bit already, but like. Um, all these scores, we got like the proper introduction of Clara's theme. I think that's like one of my favorite character themes. I really like, I really like that for the companions. That's one of my favorites. Um, and then also like when they're riding the motorbike, um, that whole this is going uncomfortably long now i'm sorry um <laughs> it's classic yeah just good shit man it's classic things the score like, yeah yeah the running i, the I running want someone gags. one day to do an edit of an episode and take out all of murray's score and bring in just all the score themes that i've done um in my in my voice i think that's great i'll it. happily happily give you some fresh score with my mouth i love it for that I love it. that's a fan project let's do it make it happen um yeah cool no that was a uh, that was bells of st john you i always like um Speaking briefly about next uh, next episode, I always mm-hmm. thought Rings of Actum was pretty dog shit, so I'm pretty interested to see if I like... I mean, obviously, it's got the speech, but I always just didn't yeah. like it, so... Same as me. I, I used to think that a lot as well, so interested yeah. to talk about it this time. Yeah. Um, that'll be next week's episode. Um, okay, so Goof of the Week. Uh, we're only going to keep it so it's just if me and Connor find goofs now. Rather than going to TARDIS Wiki and talking about bloody Amy Pond's fingernails, having their paint scratched off them and shit like that. Like, no one cares. And that's not the point of, of the show. It's just when we find funny things like a camera in shop, we want to talk about them goofs because that kind of thing is funny. But we want to make them goofs that we find ourselves and not just be relying on TARDIS Wiki to tell them. Um, I don't have any goofs for this week, but Connor has a couple. Free. So, got free. so move into Australia's favorite segment, Connor. Let's do it. It's time for Goof of the Week. First one Hit I me, saw. Connor. Hit me with your goofs. Outside Clara's house when they're, 
you know, outside the TARDIS and they're um, just after Clara's woken up and they're like trying to figure out like all the Wi-Fi and the spoonheads and all that shit and all the lights are turning on around London and stuff and well, London mm-hmm. turns off and then all the lights in the neighborhood turn on. In one shot, mm-hmm. it shows a light turn on in a house and you can see it's raining. Rain, yes, I did notice that, yeah. One, two. Ding. I don't know if, okay, this is a massive one and like I said, the clip of them in the, in the, airplane got released online so i saw everyone talking about this when it first got released but i don't know mm. if like clara's finished her cup of tea or coffee <laughs> no that is something but she's like um, fucking running around like going like this i don't know if she's just like i don't know if the gag is that she's like holding it after she's drunk it and then just running around with it in her hand no, like because um, i don't know no i noticed this as well actually because yeah she's going around like crazy it's fucking upside down and shit um and then uh, she drinks it afterwards. Yeah, that's. I thought I saw that because she <laughs> does that, scene. and then she puts it down onto the, on the console. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I thought I noticed that. Okay. Shit. Yeah. yeah nice that one. sucks. Okay. That sucks. Um. I don't mind. It's kind of funny. <laughs> last one. Oh yeah. Last one. This. It would be funny if it was full of tea and you're just watching it spill everywhere. During I think that, that could scene. have been a funny guy, just like a little bit of like whoa, like it's going. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Last one I saw was um and this is the thing that happens all the time on the show tardis doors are open and there's just like a fucking it's just dark inside there's no you they haven't edited Standard. like the interior it happens all the time but i noticed it yeah. again so mm. happens i even i even noticed it happened in the fox this time so it, it's still happening now so you know yeah it happens i don't mind i think that's like part of like it's always been like that with doctor who so i don't i don't hate it uh one thing that is cool with uh, this new the series seven part two TARDIS interior is that now they when they build the TARDIS prop they put them like that first part of the interior walls inside of the TARDIS because it's got that mild corridor mm. before it walks in. Do you know what I mean? That like silver, yeah, bluey kind of metal they put on the sides of the interior yeah. of the yeah. just the box. Yeah. So like when the motorbike came out, you do see and you get a little bit more of the illusion of the inside of the yeah. TARDIS being in there, which is cool. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, it's great. Mm. I love that TARDIS. Awesome, man. Well, there's not a huge amount to talk about, but shall we do Australia's second favourite segment? Oh, yeah. Yeah, baby. It's time for Behind the Scenes. All right. So, Behind the Scenes, as it says on the tin, is when we talk about Behind the Scenes. Sometimes there's juicy gossip. Sometimes Sometimes there's not. It's nice to do these segments again because we weren't doing these for the new episodes because there wasn't enough information out about them. Um, so behind the scenes, just a couple of, uh, just a couple, literally two things I wanted to point out from, from scouring the internet briefly. Um, this episode is in fact the only time the doctor can be seen using the control panels on the edge of the TARDIS. So you know how in this TARDIS it's got the main console yeah. and it's off to the side. Yeah. Um, this is the only time he uses the, the ones on the edge. I didn't even know he's doing that. Yeah. Crazy. Um, I do remember in the five-ish doctors, that's the... The 50th celebration that the classic doctors did. Yeah. Um, I remember, this I think it's great. either Sylvester or Colin. They go up to one of those panels and they go, um, oh, this is uh, this is a much more sturdy than it used to be. Uh, I remember that, but they don't actually press any buttons on the panels. Yeah. So. I love it. That's um, such a great, that's such a great little thing. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to rewatch sorry, that just, before, we, uh, before we get to um, the name of the doctor. 
Sorry, yes. David Doctor, because that's such a great yeah, yeah. thing. Sorry, I just remembered a goof for next week's episode, so I'm just writing it in. <laughs> okay. Um, cool, man. All right, so the other thing that I just wanted to touch on briefly, um, and it's pretty obvious, but um, all this location stuff we keep talking about, the the shooting of the motorbike stuff, there's a really great like five-minute behind-the-scenes clip on the Blu-ray that I watched uh, that just shows them like filming it and having fun with it. Um, you know, obviously, it's a mixture of stunt doubles for like the wide shots when it's zooming quite fast, and then the, it's got close-ups where the bike is attached to a rig and they've got the camera on a rig that's being controlled by a operator on the on a car in front of them that's towing the bike along along the bridge you know basic basic stuff um it's just really cool that that footage like exists and that we're allowed to see that stuff and i wish i really wish we still got oh we we did actually fox actually gave us a lot more behind the scenes stuff than we have done in, in recent years that's true um it is always cool just to see cameras and just seeing even if it is obvious like how they did this rig like any other sort of car shoot rig it's still just so awesome to to watch that kind of thing um seeing them have a police escort through the city whilst they've got a rig that's the kind of stuff that i think like uh inspires young people into into filmmaking a little bit it's just seeing people just doing their jobs with the craft um and when they get to have like i bet that was a big day out like and that i bet that was a lot of um a lot of ohs a lot of a lot of work and planning that went into doing that obviously filming on on westminster bridge yeah a lot yeah definitely Mm. I, I just think like those are the days that I look forward to like when I shoot not that I've shot on Westminster Bridge but the days where you just are doing something so big and exciting and different and something that makes your episode or your movie or yeah. your short film unique when you do those shoots like we, we shot a band scene and that was the like funnest day ever just having so much fun just making that um, because it's not something that you get to every day um, and so it's really cool getting to see people really enjoy doing that with that bridge sequence um, Lots of fun, I think. Mm. Yeah, that that's really it for behind the scenes. Though. There wasn't much more information beyond that. Um, so what I want to do is move on to our third and final segment of the day, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yeah. Connor, what's the name of it? It is just Twitter. Tanks! Let's bring in the clowns, y'all. All right, so we've got a few this week. So that is lovely. Uh, this is where we want to hear from you guys. We want to know what you guys think. So you can talk to us on Twitter and Instagram at 50Doctor in those places. We have a link tree in the description below where you can reach us on all those places. So uh, you can do that if you like, if you want to be involved, if you want to chat, um, if you want to chat shit and get hit. <laughs> okay so yeah um over on twitter which i handle kind of handles the instagram uh we have Vinny saying the episode is bloody great matt runs on doctor who matt's run on doctor who always drags a little for me but this episode marks the point where i fell head, head over heels for the show again celia and marie is an icon i don't know if i'm pronouncing that name right and it's great that she's in an episode it's exciting and fun but has that domestic feel at the same time. Love it in capital letters. Um, yeah, also, I, I wanted to say, um, Celia Marie is actually a really good, strong villain in this episode, by the way. I thought she was pretty pretty powerful and um, isn't the most developed, but it's like develop, developed enough for it to work for the episode. Yes, I totally agree. Um, Dylan then says, this episode is the most CBBC Doctor Who ever got. It's not good. I'm sorry, Aiden, but it's not. 
hey, Dylan, just because it's CBBC doesn't mean it's not good. I'm kidding. He then goes on to explain himself further. Clara was such a great addition to the cast in The Snowman, and here she's just a bit bland. This episode does have one of the best scenes in all of New Who, which is when we transition from the TARDIS to the airplane. Matt is fine, but at this point, I've already kind of had enough of him. Oh, and what was that shit about the Wi-Fi? Boring, boring stuff, honestly. 4 out of 10. Actually, 4 out of 10 is a bit harsh. I'll give it a 5. And I gave him a sad face back. Um, I feel like maybe Dylan was not having a good day when he wrote that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Bless you. Thank you for sending that in, Dylan. Always appreciate your reviews. And then the Now That's What I Call Comedy podcast then said, the episode wouldn't exist if Clara just used NordVPN. And then Connor said, NordVPN, please please sponsor us. I actually use NordVPN, like... (laughs) Every day, so I did want to get. So a sponsorship. if you want to use Nord, Lord, Lord, Nord, uh, what's it? Nord, 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 Nord yeah. Then do that, um, and um, and uh, and maybe they'll sponsor us one day. Yeah, Connor, do you have any reviews? They over didn't. On the they didn't reply to me about sponsoring, but that's okay. Dogs. It's always <sighs> like we're not the biggest podcast in Australia. Jeez. I know. What? A, what a total. What a. We missed out. Um. All right, Jacob. Sayers. 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 Bells of St. John. When this episode aired, I hated it. When I watched it a second time, I hated it. When I watched it a third time, I loved it. <laughs> this episode is fast-paced and fun. The spoonhead people look cool, and the doctor riding up the side of the building is stupid, but I love it. The episode, is, the episode ending is extremely dark, with the villain asking for her parents, and she is reset back to uh, when the Grand Intelligence first connected to her as a child. Like what happened to her after this episode, she got home the mind of a child and in a middle-aged body. Also, Clara's great and doesn't deserve any of the hate she gets as a companion. 7 out of 10. Question of the week. Thoughts on trains? I'm currently on a train as of writing and couldn't think of a question. I fucking hate the trains. I don't I don't know if I said this on my other podcast this week. I think I might have. But I fucking hate the trains. I, I had to catch a train on Friday. And it sucked. And I'm sorry. Oh, God. Excuse me. I'm trying to get the fucking... I can't hear Aiden. But, um, yeah. I, I, Hello. I, I don't like... I don't like the trains. I don't. I don't like them at all. Um, they're dodgy. They're full of scary people, and I hate it. So, I'm mixed on trains, man. Um, I think it depends where you are because I think uh, Perth's train system. That's Transperth. Shout out to Transperth for being pretty shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes you have to wait like twenty minutes for a train, and yeah, yeah, they're always can be quite dirty and. Um, I just think they're always really boring train rides. Whereas, like, on Tube in the UK, probably because I'm on holiday and I'm not used to it, so it probably gets a little bit, like... You know, I've seen it in the movies, so it's cool to do it. Um, I love riding the Tube, man. I think the Tube stations all look... Uh, except, like, the fancy ones, like Westminster looks pretty boring because it's just fucking metal and silver everywhere. Fancy. I think it's Westminster from memory. But, like, Baker Street Station, all the older ones. Um, I think I was using Kensington or something because that's what, around where I was. Um, like I love the old school vibe like those tiles and like old bright colours mm. are so convenient there's a train like three minutes is a long time to wait for a train in uh, on the tube I found like there's always one like every minute um, and also like um, in other countries I hate trains on the uh, I hated the subway in New York that was fucking filthy that shit was dirty as dirty as um, it is a bit dirty I only rode it once and was like that's enough for me um, but like, I don't know. And then, then, then like in in Italy and and France, I didn't really like it. They were a bit congested, and 
Um, France had double-decker trains, which was interesting. Wow. Um, but, yeah, and the doors, like, it was so packed that the doors literally just closed. And this was, okay, Story mild story time here. Big learning curve for Aiden as a male. Um, when it's packed, let all the girls go on in front of you. Uh, we were on a big trip with, like, a big group of all of us in France waiting, waiting for a train. Train comes. It literally is, like, packed. And we're all shuffling in. And for some reason, all of the blokes, we all just jumped on the train first. And then um, I had one of the girls was like holding me, holding my shirt from behind so we didn't get separated. Um, and then the door literally closed and all of the girls were left on the platform. And all of those guys instantly were like, fuck's sake. Like, why did we do that? Why? <laughs> like, we just like abandoned them in the, in the middle of like a dodgy metro Because you got on first and they went to leave. They went and, to, they and went they to they were coming, but they were behind us. Oh. Um, but because it was so packed, the doors literally just closed no. on people. Um, it was it's literally like you know, twenty twelve that scene when they're all trying to like get onto the ships. Yeah, and some of them are yeah, falling yeah, through I the gaps and getting yeah. grinded in yeah. the gears and shit. Um, yeah, it was literally like that. Uh, so we made a rule from then on that the like the girls would go on first, and we, or we'd like mix up and make sure that there's like an even distribution, so we're not leaving a bunch of sort of young girls alone um i know they're more than capable of handling themselves but it's just um i guess a moral thing you know being respectful um, you know yeah um and that's something that i uh, abide by to this very day so that's uh that's a little thank you i am the best male in existence thank you connor <laughs> thank you so much um that's okay yeah uh that was a that's a big round about trains i uh basically the only place that has good trains is is london um, yeah, I also just like catching train trains station. like like when I when I was at like Euston train station in London that's like the big train that takes me up to like to see my family that are quite north in Kendall and in Manchester and all that kind of thing um, I like catching those trains I don't know why I just love hearing English voices on the train yeah like a train um, like that's fine but like a, a, a one that like runs from like um, suburbs like the city is just like full of rats like ratty people yeah. and probably real rats and yeah, those trains me. are cool because you have usually have a seat booked, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you book your seat. It's like people have actually paid some good money to be there, like, you know, a couple, yeah. like, couple, maybe 30, 40, 50 pounds or something. So, like, you know, mm. I don't know. Like, it, I just, I I dislike them, all right? I don't like them. Don't like trains. No. You're not like the ASDF movie character. Do you remember that shit? Well, I, I like trains. I like trains. <laughs> I fucking... I never got that. I never fucking understood why that was so funny. Everyone used to love that. <laughs> I like turtles. That's Is that another one. one? Yeah, there's a few of those, I think. Oh, yeah. Uh, all right, enough of that. Connor, Bells of St. John, uh, that was all your reviews, right? Yeah, that was it. Why are you going to rate the episode then? Out of 10? Seven. Seven? I didn't even Not form bad. a rating. I literally just finished it like fucking an hour ago, so I didn't even think of a rating. I promise I'll be more prepared That's when fair. we film next. But yeah, I'd, I'd say uh, I say a seven. Yeah, seven will do. Cool. I think that's fair. Um, yeah, I think we pretty much summed it up in terms of like saying you know the episode is what it says on the tin. Doesn't yeah. try to be anything big. So for that, it's never going to be like an eight or a nine or anything. Um, but for me, I just find so I just think it's so fun. I just really enjoy it's. My biggest comfort episode of Doctor Who. Um, so for me, it's a 7.5. Probably Ooh. should deserve maybe more of a 7. But uh, just the fact it, it's my go-to if I'm having a bad, gloomy day. Um, it's not great, but I think it's just it's just fun, man. And that's that, those are the best Doctor Who episodes to me. 
It does its job, um, you know. Mm-hmm. And absolutely. that's what must be done. That's right. That's absolutely right. Thank you. I'm still wondering about that CBBC analogy because I'm not good with t- with kids shows. I always find them really boring. But I really like this. Oh. I don't know what's different about it. Do you know what turned out to be false? What? There was no connection to class in the Vanquishers. I just remembered that. Oh, yeah. There's all these rumors about class being involved in Vanquishers. Remember not the, a chance, mate. That was never going to happen. I reckon maybe... Oh, I can't wait to review class one day. Yeah, get ready for that. I, I hear that yeah. Russell's um, start a production or some shit. Yes, I think about a week ago. I think this week just gone... He, uh, they had their first week of proper prep work, proper pre-production. So that's... Um, that's pretty sick. I'm really That's excited. awesome, man. Yeah, I um, heard... Um, I don't know if it's in this, but um, Moffat did an Oxford interview and I'm like 10 minutes in. I've been, I'll have been i probably watch a bit more today. But I think yeah, they I'm about asked the same. him in there um, about it and I read a quote from him saying like, I've heard some of the stuff he's doing and it's fucking awesome. So mm. I can't wait. Those exact words from the moth. It's yeah, fucking literally awesome. those exact words. It's fucking also, awesome. Also, people are so silly, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they all these silly people are right. All right, but Russell mm-hmm. T Davis posted a photo on his Instagram <sighs> of him with a poster behind him Dumb. of himself with a Christmas hat on. Dumb. And he captioned it "Chris to Mass," like Christmas, but with a two instead of the T. Everyone's like RTD two announcement coming at Christmas. We might, and it's and but if we do get an RTD announcement around Christmas, it's it's got nothing to do with this post. This post is literally <laughs> making fun of the fact that there is two RTDs in the photo, and it's got a Christmas hat of it. That's all it is, y'all. I, I get it. We're all desperate for some more RTD news, but you're just looking into it too much, Chief. Too much. It's a. Uh, I saw people reading into it from what i heard people saw that as russell um hinting at the idea of there being christmas specials again yes which there there's definitely a big chance there might be but once again but that's nothing that's not to what do this post is about picture I, I can't stand people who are like that when they try and everything's like all decrypted and stuff it's like no fucking shut up yeah yeah <laughs> yeah man um Crazy. I think we will be due a 14th Doctor announcement in the next few weeks, perhaps. Maybe. Um, I mean, it would. I think it would make sense to say, um, maybe not this year, but maybe like early next year. Be yeah, well, I think they're cool. shooting... Um, I think they're shooting mid-year. They're starting to shoot. I don't know where I heard that. What, but I feel like the, I read that somewhere. For the 60th? Yeah, yeah, for Russell's takeover. So it'll be... They'll obviously have to do an announcement before then, and yeah. uh, usually it's like quite a bit before they start shooting. We find out, so I'd say between between now and like maybe February, we'll be getting an announcement. But I reckon it will be sooner rather than later. And confirm for the episode returning, Peter Capaldi, David Tennant, yeah, Matt Smith, David Tennant. Hey, oh, why man, not? Yeah, I say fucking. But it sounds like it's going it. to be like a 60th anniversary series rather than just a special. So that's um interesting to me bro like get the fuck out of here that just sounds awesome i just um i actually just creamed my crackers literally it's just fucking um, crazy this ha- it, i feel like i'm in a dream it just doesn't seem yeah. real mm. it genuinely doesn't there'll never no. be words to explain how i feel about him coming back it's just i feel like i'm still at the i found out at the pub i feel like i'm still there 
I'm on the floor. I'm knocked out. It didn't happen. I've been fucked for the past like three months. Literally, <laughs> I didn't. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. But yeah, it's it's yeah. awesome. It's just so cool. So, but I'm also really excited for um, the last three Jody episodes. So that's yeah, cool it'll as well. be interesting. Yeah, it'll be. This cool. next one does look really cool. I I think it looks sick, and it's it's really cool. We get it in a couple of weeks. I think I think it looks really. Yeah, I agree. I think it looks really cool. Yeah. So you know, mm. there is one thing that I feel. Uh, so obviously every Chibnall era, we've had an episode on New Year's Day. Um, so if there wasn't, cause it's been like, what, four years of the Chibnall era. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had three New Year specials, including the Eve of Christmas, which is obviously, I like that they're a trilogy of Dalek stories as well. I like that, how that all kind of connects. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the one time we didn't have a Christmas special, the series itself started on Christmas Day. So this one looks like they've gone a little bit more festive with it, which is which is cool. I like that. There's a few more like Christmas props around because last season, yeah, I think it was just like they just said, "Oh, Happy New Year, yeah," and that was the only reference to New Year. Yeah. And before that, it was just like the Doctor had a colorful scarf and they watched some fireworks at one point. Um, yeah, Dan, yeah. Dan messaged in our group chat today, like, surely it's like Christmas fiends, and I was like, bro, I think like the Christmas tree in the background, of the trailer is just literally like everyone on Christmas Eve uh, on the on New Year's Eve your tree's still up like <laughs> yeah yeah that's what it is yeah like realistically but what I was going to say is that perhaps that means that um, no this won't happen but this will be the first time we, we don't get a festive special though this this next year because uh, there won't be a Christmas special because and there won't well as far as we know there's no Christmas special and then there won't be a New Year's special in 2023 so so no special at all We'll have the centenary special in October, and then we've got to wait till the 60th series, I believe. So there's so no. Like that'll be the full... first time there's no special, and there's a chance that that might be. That could then be it. We might never get them again. It depends if Russell wants to do it. Yeah. So we have to literally fall on like a, wait a whole whole year, pretty much. For yeah. For um, an episode that's fucked. What the hell are we gonna do for a year? <laughs> <laughs> what we're gonna be... rewatch the rewatch show? Yeah, you know it was so funny. Updated uh, thoughts. Podcast. Huh? Updated thoughts on... <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll review our reviews. Yeah. I there changed my a... opinion on this. <laughs> There's... Um, so, a big podcast that I really like is the Scrubs Rewatch Show. Um, and they have a guest on every week that's like a fan, just for like 20 minutes. They just have a chat with them and they ask questions and stuff like that. You should sign up to go um, on it. I actually thought about it a lot. Um but there's this two fans that came on. They were so funny. And they basically... The reason... So so to go on, you have to like email in, have like a good subject line that's interesting, you know, something unique about you and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and usually if you email in a few times, eventually you'll get brought on because um, you get Joel, the producer's attention. And um, these guys came on and they basically said, hey, yeah, so for the past like six months, we've been trying to get on. And for the past six months... We've been doing a rewatch show of your rewatch show, and we've been reviewing your rewatch, your, your podcast wow. episodes, um, and just having a laugh. and And they've gone on and got the guests that 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 have been on the episode of Fake Doctors Real Friends, the podcast itself, and brought those guests onto their show. Oh my god! To wow. talk about like the experience of it, and like it's just so so funny. Someone someone should do that for us. Yeah, do um, it. Do it. Do it. Do it. I also think you should you should sign up to go on um, Fake Dolphins Real Friends. I reckon you'd like that. I, I would love that a lot. You should do Meet that. Zach and Donald. You should do that. Them boys. Yeah. Them boys. Mm. We'll see. We'll see. 
Cool, guys. Let's call it there. Uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, at 50Doctor. On YouTube, we are the 50% Doctor Who podcast. Um, yeah, they, we, you get to see the footage of these videos there. Um, or you can just listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Stitcher. Wherever you want to get your bloody podcasts out, we'll be there for you, my friends. Love it. Um, yeah. Cool stuff, man. Christmas is almost here, so good shit. Yeah, it's going to be fun, you know. Gonna yeah, be good. halfway out the dark. Oh, what a same. Oof. What an episode. All right. Shall we sing our lovely little song? Okay. All right. Oh, excuse me. Oh, sorry. Are right, you ready? Let's go. All right. And a one and a two and a skiddly diddly do. It's Aiden and Zankon's podcast. They're doing See you in a week for the Rings of Akatan on YouTube. And spot FI. Check out our link tree to just see wherever uh, wherever it is. It'll be all there. Yeah, everywhere. Yeah, all the time. Yeah, time and space. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Let's, uh, yeah. let's cut. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs>